Yeah, man, so I think it's recording, eh? Um, Are we live? Hot mic? Fuck, marry, kill. Oh, shit. Wicked Witch of the West. Uh-huh. The hybrid clone alien, Ripley from Alien Resurrection. Or Melissa McCarthy. Well, I probably wouldn't want to fuck the one because of the genetic problems that would arise from, like, you know, they're a hybrid already. I wouldn't fuck Melissa McCarthy. So I'd probably fuck the kind of cowboy predator clone. And, yeah, fuck the Wicked Witch of the West. I like Dorothy. I was always rooting for Dorothy in that movie. Yeah, it's a pretty good choice. I guess you just don't want to get any abrasions or anything trying maybe anal with Ripley or something because she's got that acid blood. Wait, was this Ripley or one of those alien monsters that was made from her blood? I thought that's what she is the alien monster in. No, but one of okay. No, no, I wasn't saying that thing. I had in my mind one of the like, "Ah, kill me! I should have put that in there. Getting burnt with a flamethrower, but I'd still probably fuck it over Melissa McCarthy. Fuck. Point taken. Welcome to Cones and Dojo. it to fuck fuck wouldn't fuck <laughs> i was gonna um send you this top line of emojis that i wrote as well or even read the very bottom one the very top or very bottom one and then you can just um send them to girls you like so what what am i looking at some emojis some hands together maybe a can i oh can like please can i tongue pikachu soon <laughs> is that what it says <laughs> Some little iconographs we're looking at. Some little. Yeah, you were doing pretty well at first. Well, what is it? digital hieroglyphics? Maybe the last one that looks like a chicken. So I'm going to assume that is a word <laughs> cock. Please, can I tongue tongue cock Pikachu? <laughs> Fuck, we'll have to put this up on our website. <laughs> Pikachu. I thought it was a cat. Fuck. Fuck. Oh, it's meant to be a oh a pussy. <laughs> it looks like fucking Pikachu. Why make it yellow? I've never seen a yellow cat. Well, I guess I've got to catch them all. Yeah, indeed, indeed. So, uh, who are we talking about? But uh, <laughs> so, how's 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 it been happening? I mean, yeah, I've been Pokemon hunting all weekend. Yeah, did you find anything good? Nothing to put in my ball sack. I oh, know. I watch you. What is it called? Your Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw a bit of Yu-Gi-Oh on TV the other day. Yeah, it made me a little bit autistic. I wasn't <laughs> sure what was happening in it, but um, you know, I used to like Pokemon back in the day, but I can't follow it these days. I find that it just doesn't. It doesn't speak to me as much since I stopped training and stuff, you know? Yeah, I actually watched a little bit before school, in high school, for maybe, like, six months or not even that. Yeah. Um, it was hard to stay committed to it by that point. I was more into the cartoons a bit earlier, and <laughs> I think by that time we were trying to get to school early to um, have pipes in the park and shit, so... It's even more fun than Pokemon. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I have to say... Just as an aside, it's a lovely autumn day here. I got the the ferry across. Um, didn't get hijacked. No piracy issues. And uh, there's much no swell. Uh, no, not much swell. And there's no joke here. I just want to say that Sydney was a lovely verdant, you know, emerald and azure amphitheater this afternoon. And the the clouds in the background looked like a a matte painting from a film. It was very inspiring. Yeah, as much shit as I give it, it is kind of the best place to live. <laughs> yeah, you seem a bit un-Australian sometimes. I have to say. <laughs> I'm just keeping my eye on it as from week. A week i'm a true patriot um I'm trying to keep the land of the free <laughs> i was actually reading a little bit of uh australian slang recently that i didn't know of and i found a website about it and this is one i like an army reservist is a cut lunch commando 
Cut Lunch Commando. A Cut Lunch Commando, yeah. I don't really get it, but it sounds pretty cool. Because he has Cut Lunch, but he thinks he's a commando. Like, oh, your mum packed your Cut Lunch. Oh, okay. Fuck. Cut Lunch to me always meant when you um got a wedgie and the boxer shorts went up in between your testicles. Really? Because on this website, it just says sandwiches. <laughs> That's a bit different. No, I'm sure it's been adapted for high school boys that have never had to fucking know the, the toils of being in fucking army and army reserve and all this That's shit. That's true. Like, ah, we'll just turn cut lunch into something about your balls when you're getting a wedgie. Totally. And, you know, if that happens, you end up as cross as a frog in a sock, you know? Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I was dropping a few new Ocker lines in one of my new songs. I might primo it later. Are we going to hear it later? Yeah, I might drop that shit. You'll be grinning like a shot fox, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, one of our, uh, our business studies teachers, Swaza, yeah. used to... Um, he, was bla- he was the Black Panther, right? Yeah, he was yeah. a member of the Black Panther. Yeah, he used Black to Panther drop party. heaps of Oka language type shit like yeah, that. I just, sort of stole yeah. one of them in my song from um, from his old days kind oh, of really? shit. Yeah. What line is that? Raise your Warwick farm if you want to ask a question. <laughs> I figure what some of his other shit was, but your that was Warwick definitely farm. one. Yeah. Oh, fuck blind me strike strike me blind it was so over the top it was nonsense but then it was kind of endearing because he just seemed like he seemed like he was that guy i know it was, <laughs> and it was a good accent for a guy born in the deep south and raised in oakland you know so, um another one of our teachers at school was super mario but i won't go into that he taught economics basically disappeared down a little pipe between classes um you were expressing some sympathy before for a certain uh spoiled kid from westchester county pennsylvania called a uh, Bam or Bamath, his full name, Bamath Margera. Um, apparently, oh, he's those not. Birds in the background sound dope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, Bam Margera, go on. My <laughs> Sorry <laughs> to listen to the birds over over you talking yeah. in my face. <laughs> Come what on, a rude we're, do, we're doing a podcast. What here. a fucking munted. We're fuck. doing it. Oh, you're rude. What a James Blunt. You're rude as a dog in a urinal. But uh, so we'll we'll pepper in a bit of Australian patois so, yeah. this episode. But um. Yeah, arc up at me, Kono. Don't let me fucking listen to the birds. Well, you're not worth it. <laughs> and they did sound pretty fucking dope. Um, the only problem is... Oh, this is who I was talking about. Bam Margera, yes. Um, he's in a bad way, apparently. He's like... Been, you told me I know nothing more than this. He's been drinking for like four years. and He's on family therapy with Dr. Jen on VH1. <laughs> <laughs> what, public therapy? I've never had Alpha Brain. Fuck, I must have been watching some trash. But I don't know. I, how can you feel sympathy for him? I don't. Don't take. I don't. No, no. Wait, wait, wait. Listen. I don't hate Bam Margera or anything. But you know, he had his fun, and you know, nothing. Everything that goes up must come down and stuff. You know, and it's uh, it's not even that. It's just I relate to, I relate to him, getting to such a point, without ever having to deal with spirituality. Maybe I'm not sure. I don't know his story well enough. I think enough. he's a very spiritual man. Yeah, but it seemed more like, oh, like all this sadness and listening to him and trying to fuck bitches and then being like, oh, I'm sorry, I cheated. You know, like this emotional shit that I used to sort of... <laughs> I had a, I had a mind state that was very like that for a long time and I could like, I can associate with that, but I've broken out of it, which is fucking awesome. And it came along with getting rid of depression and shit. And I think I just identify with the fact that it looks like he's so fucking depressed and doesn't know what the driving factor is for him. And I don't know that I could fucking help him with that or anything <laughs> because you never know what exactly is going to set someone on their own path to try and help themselves. But well, this is an open invitation to Bam McGarry if you're listening to our podcast. You from Chilling Manly. You can yeah. come on and be the first guest on the show and uh, we'll have a little Cones and Doe and Bam session. But, because I, oh, I just talked some shit about him, didn't I? But you mentioned about him 
and like fucking steve-o and i get you know it's cool watching them do this sort of dumb shit but it strikes me as a sort of sad clown phenomenon you know? it just feels like our generation and even generation x and potentially the new ones and stuff that are so scattered with all this atheism plus and fucking yeah, it's fucking heathen. agnostic but oh i know some shit i don't know it's all fucking tweaked out these yeah, days like, oh, I'm gonna chop my dick like, off. it seems like some of that and I'm not a I'm not a religious person. I don't subscribe to some other person's idea of shit. But if you think about it long enough, you end up crossing thoughts that get covered in some religions, and you end up being like, "Fuck, this is what I'm thinking about. This mm. is what these people have tried to think about and express to other people." And yeah. when you come to that in your own mind, and you're like, "Oh, this consciousness shit seems like it's relative." to everyone and you're like the same as people it becomes a comforting thing in the same way that a religious person just relies on a book or something so that they don't have to think about that shit that's true i think we can almost get to a point now where you could employ it in a way where we could teach people about spirituality covering lots of different religious texts and stuff Mm -hmm. and then be like this is what people are trying to explain in this vague sense Mm. But they make it specific to try and appeal to people. Yeah. And you're allowed to go along with it, but that's the vague overview. And I think a, a bit of comfort comes along with sort of having this overview like, oh, okay, so everyone that ever lived kind of thinks this shit eventually if they think about it long enough. So Yeah, but, yeah, I mean... It's not special, but we're all special, but no one's special. It just always comes to that kind where's of, the sense of community? nonsense logic. Where's the sense of community? If I'm some, if I'm some Jew, that's I what just I mean it gives it. you more sense I get of to take over the calm about life because you're not yeah. so, like, lost in the fucking world, you know? Oh, that's well, why atheists argue so fucking much as well because it's like, at the end of the day, they are saying they know something. But at the end of the day, yeah, I guess we're all equally lost. How we yeah. have these arguments is just... Who the fuck just... knows? Yeah, I mean, atheists, you know, fuck that. They're going to be burning in hell. (laughs) But I mean, seriously, they will be cast down to the fires of of flame. Like, you know, just disobeying God's God's word. It is what you believe. So, like, if atheists don't believe their shit, they'll probably just pop out and, like, they're just gone. And then they'll, if they're reborn, they'll have no no trace over memories and shit. But maybe, and it just becomes retarded, but maybe if you're thoughts are synonymous with the birth of a universe like bang from nothing into something a thought in your head bang from nothing into something yeah if that's on the same kind of level then what you can think really could be your next life or heaven or whatever the fuck if you really can lift yourself up to that kind of mind state then maybe it will happen that's all anyone says it doesn't say it will it just says maybe it will i know but it just seems like that's yeah sort of seems like just fantasy in a way though you know yeah, but it, it's fun because it's like when you come back to those ultimates where it's like you can't you can't think of nothing yeah. because it's never really existed in any of our yeah. experience. We'll just be comfortable with that. Like, you know, you're still going to yeah. be dirt. You're still going to be microbes. If it's perspective, you might actually be fucking conscious as bacteria just chomping on shit like it's adventure time in that um <laughs> in the f- cycle of food episode or whatever mm. it is. We turn back into a bird and then you're a worm and oh, all this shit. you know, I'd rather have 72 virgins. Well, that might be skin cells and you're a amoeba or whatever, yeah. Like and you're like, ah, you all the virgins. Ah, oh, I'm popping. <laughs> popping so many me- <laughs> amoeba cherries. Oh, no, I accidentally shat on them again saying that they regress in their virgin fucking heaven. Oh, they, they, bacteria? they go back to being bacteria. Bacteria or Muslim? <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> um... 
But yeah, I take your point. That, you I mean, can go up or down. Yeah. yeah, you can go up or down all but around. But if you're thinking about nothing, you might become nothing. So don't be an atheist. <laughs> it's just, right. But is any of this going to help Bam Margera at the end of the day? Well, thinking thinking about this shit instead of being like, oh, I'm so depressed. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't do his voice when we're being. Actually, what, is, what would Bam sound like? like uh, you know, like it, it helps... I've come so low that I'm even jealous of you, Novak. <laughs> <laughs> I always was a bit, um, I enjoyed watching that Novak shit, how it was like, oh, they're sort of trying to help him. But at the same time, all those guys were on some gnarly shit probably yeah. at one point. Like they'd be doing rack, they'd be getting on the piss, it they'd be on like Xanax a, yeah. and all this random shit. And then it's like Novak chose heroin, and heroin's the bad one. You know, yeah, like yeah. So oh. he cops so much shit, and everyone else is just on a permanent bender around. Yeah, there. yeah but they're like, oh, you're oh, a junkie, no, heroin's that? bad. You you're junkie. Junkie. yeah. Like, so I always kind well, of that, felt a bit bad. Yeah, they're like, like railing Vicodin and shit. Yeah, because yeah. like, um, weed's like fucking heroin to me, <laughs> to me probably. You know, it's yeah, like, that's true. I can't stop it. I can't stop it. Oh, yeah, Siggy's caffeine and weed are like heroin to me. Don't rob anyone for fucking my shit though. You know, some people have it under wraps. <laughs> if some they people, legalized it, I wouldn't be a Some people you anymore. could rob and some... <laughs> <laughs> oh, well said, well said. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> you but you know what I mean? Like, I, do, I don't feel bad for him financially. I don't well, feel yeah. bad for him for what he's done. He's had a great life. But just to get that far and then hear him talking shit like... I've got all this stuff and I, you know, I'm not happy and I've got, I've got everything I want and don't know, you know, but he's just not happy. Yeah. Because obviously you're shutting out this devastating shit that happened in your life and you don't want to think about it too much because he probably has some conflicted issues with trying to think about life and death from the point of, I don't know if he's atheist or if he's whatever. He probably believes in the hymn God that sings fucking Nordic tunes to little... Yeah, fourteen-year-old girls in the afterlife. Or yeah, it all sounds a bit silly. Like, why do we abandon of silver and gold? All the problems started when we abandoned Christ. I think, really. I don't know. It might have started when they invented him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go right. back to the fucking sun, right, sun right. gods and shit. Yeah, two wrongs don't make a right, you know. But three rights make a left. That's, that's worth remembering. Um, Back to the sun god. I guess he probably would, would have been the first one. And stuff, People you know? did horrific shit under pagan gods. Like, yeah, there's no doubt. Gods. But now that we have a greater sense of where we are in the universe, yeah, I think they, we're still, they're almost we're more... we still evil humans, dude. But the sun god, sort of oneness kind of god, is more applicable than these um, scatterbrain fucking Roman ideologies. And, like, you know, like... the. <laughs> And what was built, it was built off the Egyptian ones with so many gods. And then yeah. the second wave of Egyptians changed the names of all those gods. And then they ended up with twice as many at one point. And yeah. they forgot the meaning of them, basically, because there's two gods fill everything. You know, like, oh, shit. Well, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know, achieving... One, it, one's kind of easier. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think it's easier. I think that... The fractal kaleidoscope sun god. No, I think um, monotheism, in a way, they're having a single god is sort of a progression from having... All of them. Because, okay, no, hear me out. But you are the Hear me out for a second. Is that, yeah, I don't think you are the God. I don't think we are the God. I was thinking about this during the week. And, like, I don't think we're we're gods. But but bear with me. Is that the the single God, it's like you've got all the gods, right? Oh, there's the rain God. There's the sun God. Oh, no, my crops are all fucked up. We weren't good enough to the rain God, right? Okay, it's sort of just this, like, lucky dip sort of we'll make one up for these and shit. But then, you know, I guess 
I suppose the Greeks had multiple gods and they did a lot of shit, but then yeah. coalescing into one sort of stern father and with sort of like, oh, and Not also... Not a father, just this universe god that is no, well, everything god. that it holds within it god is our father in heaven though and shit right no i don't I'm think t- i don't think of it like that yeah no but, okay i'm talking about our christian heritage in general of that's our the society. way they describe that shit that's why i said i'm not religious because yeah, but- i don't think about a dude sitting in a fucking chair in the sky judging you and shit that's not what it is i know but the okay the conception of god like that and with you know the other parts of it with the mary and with the jesus that inspires or influences a certain sort of kind of religious structure that might be different it might be less fatalistic than previous ones it might you know you were bringing it up before about using religion to create order and stuff so i think for us to turn around and you know spit in god's face i think it's good (laughs) (laughs) i mean he needs to feel it on his face every now and then just to know he's he's part of the whole fucking thing as well i suppose you gotta get your hands dirty yeah <laughs> gotta get god's face dirty. that's why i think we really are it's like you're your only you are your only real judge i'm my only real judge i'm the one that knows that i've fucking jerked off to i spit on your grave fucking rape scene before you know like, well more people know now yeah but you're the one that has to deal with that and like you might be the one that has to do with some shit that you can't even fucking bring yourself to, <laughs> to say on a microphone well yeah you know but no one will ever know you are your own god and that's how it really is but if you enlighten dumb people to that fact fucked up shit's gonna happen i'm not saying it's not a dangerous thing i'm just saying it's it's kind of a more legitimate thing than i don't know if it is oh it's the god of the grass that makes the grass grow we should bleed a lamb on it into the dirt and it'll be good every season i don't know if it is more i think it's elevating nail a baby to the door for the moon god you know there's there's plenty of babies around i mean why not why not have a bit of fun if it's going to ensure that stuff but all that family symbolism it works you know you were talking about the aesthetics of fascism hitting people something deep inside in their soul all that fucking like guilt and god in the sky shit and stuff does the same thing yeah it resonates with heaps of people i'm not my family was nominally catholic before for whatever (laughs) for whatever purpose i was born and raised in a secular society full of nihilistic garbage on mtv and all the rest of it so you were no choir boy (laughs) yeah so i was I, i was no choir boy no never but uh you know i think if we just keep going on this on this on this path and that in, it includes sort of you know i get where you're coming from about people wanting the answers yeah intelligence singularity type god that you live inside and are part of and are like yeah, it just gets too hard to how think good of is love consci- to paraphrase it style not being able to think of that concept is the reason that it is that concept you know what i mean well, the re- the reason God is God is because you can't understand it. That's infinity. Oh, it's a concept. You can't understand it. You can yeah. just understand the concept of it. Or yeah, sure. You can never picture infinity. Mm-hmm. Like I tried to do it before, <laughs> yeah. and it just seems to make your head bigger. And you're like, oh, oh yeah, but then you go bigger than that. <laughs> sure, your head wasn't actually getting bigger. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> if we're in a holographic universe, it probably fucking was. Well, maybe, but. Uh... You know, okay, the, the, Stalin once said, Stalin once said, when told that the Vatican opposed his plans, he said, the Pope, oh, how many divisions does he have, right? How many so, divisions? How many divisions does the Pope have, like, you know? And I sort of feel like, you know, enlightenment, truth, and love consciousness, what, what, how is that going to help us raise an army when the, the Muslim and the Chinese are invading us, you know? And I, I hate to bring back that, but we have this liberal society that's come from this, 
That sort of if we if it feels like we're not. I gonna, know what you mean. It's like you know you're, I mean? you're almost calling me a communist because it's like I want to subscribe to something that's so beautiful. No, I'm not. I'm not no, saying no, it to I know you. What you. I'm mean. not judging you. I'm the same. We're yeah, all in the yeah, same boat. We're you all... want to subscribe to something that's so beautiful that it's like the yeah. sharing this knowledge with everyone's going to raise us all up and shit. But at the end of the day, some motherfucker's still going to shoot this cunt in the head and take his gold or whatever. Yeah, like these ISIS. I can see the attraction. Yeah, but, I, I want to believe that it can spread like a virus and we can all be nice and shit, but I know what you mean. I'm just a fucking idiot to, to wish that, but fuck. Oh, sorry for arguing. I want to keep wishing it. I don't know. Sorry, I'm a cut. I, <laughs> I don't even believe it all. These are just... It's, I'm having a conversation. But, uh, yeah, yeah, you're talking to the guy that like pre, like goes along with so many conspiracies. And no, but I'm talking to myself shit, too. Yeah. I was looking for yeah. chemtrails this afternoon. <laughs> hey, I had a theory. What if chemtrails are spraying a chemical that makes you believe in conspiracy theories? <laughs> That'd be perfect. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, the latest season... That's the next M. Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> Dude, I watched the new seasons of The X-Files the other day. It's fucking crazy. They almost have like this... Uh, yeah, I watched one recently too. <laughs> there was one where the Mulder had mushrooms to try and magic mushrooms to try and get this Muslim guy tried to blow himself up at an art gallery opening. I didn't right? see that one, and he didn't quite die, and his head's all caved in and shit. And they're like, "Oh, we need to get in." And Mulder's like, "They say that psilocybin, da, 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 and gets like this young chick to hook, psilocybin, yeah, a young FBI chick to hook her up with mushrooms and goes into a trip to talk to him to find out information and shit." And then the last episode is almost, almost pushing this sus, like, anti-vax kind of shit. Like, yeah, I watched that one. It was yeah, dope. Yeah, the, the whole series was sort of irresponsible, and the I liked it. The first and that. last episode were really good. Yeah, yeah. I did, I'll have to see if I can find that psilocybin. Um, but yeah, Chemtrails. Was that the werewolf one? Or? No, that was that was number three or something. But check <laughs> that out. I just spoiled it, but fuck it, you know. Oh, the first and last episode on the new X-Files were quite good. Yeah, a bit of conspiracy shit in there. I thought you'd like it when I was watching it. With Joel, M- Joel McHale playing this Alec yeah. Jones type character. Yeah. but um, I yeah. wish he did the voice though. Yeah. But fucking... Um, America! Yeah, but you know... It's all over. It's all over. Obamacare! Bill, Bill Burr has a new stand-up and he says at the beginning of it, he's like, I said it before, I'll say it again, 85% of us are going to have to go for this to work. Mm, that's been a bit so, he's been doing for years now. Yeah, so he's been, doing for, <laughs> he's been doing it for ages and I guess the kind of, the influenza is coming soon. And Are you going to be in a FEMA camp or are you going to be sort of, you know, protecting your family, gunning down zombies? I'm going to be um, cooking up some medicine, bro. That sounds good. <laughs> but if they're poisoning the dirt as well, it's going to be, it's going to have to be hydrac They're poisoning everything. It's a global techno fucking fascist infiltration to take over your fucking we'll just and shit. desalinate and distill some water and just grow the shit straight out of water. Yeah, just watch Waterworld and then he just pisses in his mouth, I think, and drinks it or whatever. <laughs> That's his thing in it. I like Kevin Costner. Um, I'd try and get him around if the world ended like that. Speaking of movies, uh-huh. I had a, um, a movie idea for you. All right. It's a, bit, uh, it's a bit lewd, but I guess I couldn't help myself at the start of the episode either, so sorry if I've uh, fucked off any other listeners. <laughs> it's cool how you apologise to the people that aren't even listening anymore. Yeah. That's how you know that it's not a real apology. Hey, I was sincere. <clears throat> oh, I had a good AKA I came up for myself as well, another Snake Eyes AKA. I think I got about 20. Yeah. But the, the new one, mm-hmm. MC Knifey Spoony. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how good that is. I'm gonna have to drop it for my new song, aka Knifey Spoony. Yeah, I've had a few in my name, a few nicknames: Boat Ramp, Cotan, Slow Jams, Kundabarabran, Hat Stand. But yeah, the movie would be for Double Dragon, the video game. I, I think I remember it. Yeah. yeah. You remember how the game starts? 
it's like ooh, yeah. they're outside they're in this garage or a house of some sort mm-hmm. and then um the girl is there's a girl character out the front which is one of their girlfriends i think mm-hmm. gets punched in the stomach and then it, it's really quiet doesn't say anything this yeah. girl out the front gets punched in the stomach and taken away by some bad dudes yeah and you and have to the, go right. yeah you come I out of the garage and then you follow them yeah. up straight <laughs> okay i remember so off that premise yeah double dragon the movie and the movie starts with these brothers just getting their black belts in karate and shit, right? Like, ooh, yeah. this nice montage and shit of them kicking a bit of ass and then getting like, ooh, like, yeah, thank you, sensei, and all this kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And then um, they go out to celebrate that night and it's probably still a bit montage. You're like, yeah, all this good shit happening. Uh-huh. And then they hook up, like, both of the brothers hook up with this one prostitute. Mm. And then <laughs> somehow it does like a sort of the start of commando montage nice scene sort of like the nice scene where he's playing with his little yeah rubbing daughter. ice cream in his face but instead it's these two brothers like having sex with this prostitute and living this kind of life together as a threesome two like, brothers yeah, lovingly but like it shows quite a lot of sex and stuff as well <laughs> And then, um, basically she's staying with both of them, but then, oh, she goes out to the shops. Wait, is she a prostitute? Yeah. Yeah. But like, then she's like, I'm going to give up my lifestyle with the bad guys and stuff. Cause I like these two brothers. Is she in love with them though? With both of them. Yeah. So do they know that she's in love with them? Yeah. They're they're sort of staying together. It's sort of like this montage, the eighties, like, oh, first 15 minutes of the movie is all fucking wishy-washy and like montage. And then it's like, bam. She goes out to get some um, shopping and stuff where she's living with the guys and that. Yeah. And then when she like gets home with the shopping bags, they're like all going out to do something at the same time when mm. she's getting back. And then ooh, the pimp gets there and like punches her in the stomach, okay. takes her away. Yeah. And then ooh, that's when the movie begins. <sighs> I guess it's just all ass kicking from there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know what criteria. I'm Are you at. listening, Hollywood? Yeah. You <laughs> fucked it up in the nineties. That Double Dragon movie was such a piece of Who shit. Who was in it? I don't know. Just I watch Double Impact. It was such a piece of watch shit. Watch Double Impact instead with yeah. Jean Claude Van Tam. That's much better. Because of my big legs and karate, <laughs> I can do the splits. No sweat. Perfect little quadrat there. Nice one. Poetry. I like that line. <laughs> um, but yeah, Double Dragon. Well, I think I actually wrote Billy and Jimmy feel compelled to rescue her. <laughs> um, As you would. I don't know if they're in love. I'm just not sure it'll play play as oh, well come as on, you man. think. Polyamory is the next thing to get legalized since fucking gay marriage and bestiality. Yeah, that's that's true. Bestiality is legal, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Wow, wow. Oh shit! Uh, yeah. Um, um. Oh shit! It is in some states in America. You give my dog away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've mentioned all this furry stuff before. So. Um, but yeah, some states of America, I believe it's still legal, but I'm not sure to what extent. But I, I definitely agree because I think, you know, polygamy will be the next one. But here's the thing you have or to work out. polyamory. Polyamory, but legally with the married, let, let's call it polygamy. And was it going to come from the Mormons? Is it going to come from the Muslims? Or is it going to come from the like queer kink polyamory community? And I think that's going to be an unholy alliance. I'm, of, I'm right there with them. Of, of Muslims and queers. And they're going to fucking ruin the institution of marriage. I'll go along with it. I could do with a um, with a harem. <laughs> <laughs> I live near the beach too. I could just do an elephant seal fucking style. Just go lie down on the beach. Why don't you give it a go? Just get chicks to try and lie around me in a circle. Does that work? And before? then if guys come close, I'll just headbutt them. <laughs> Fuck, this sounds like Cronulla. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Oh man, 
It'll yeah. just be like, yeah, let's hang out, but you can't come with me to the beach. <laughs> You'll get hurt. <laughs> I'm still waiting for someone to make a human nature doco, like few pictures of like humans doing stuff, like but heaps fucked but up. But Attenborough shit. commenting on it and stuff like they often get aggressive and stuff. Like, I reckon that would be pretty cool because we're a pretty nutty species. Like, <laughs> like, what do you think about BiteLabs.org? BiteLabs. Yeah, they're just here. They're just a new company, a startup that's, uh, you know, looking to just be able to kind of uh, sell you celebrity meat. So you choose the celebrity you want. Uh, you know, like James Franco's up the top at Twitter. There's a lot of requests for Jennifer Lawrence and Kanye. And it would look something like that. You know, this is Byte Labs. I've got quite a uh, professional-looking site. Um, so, yeah. They're just... Oh, they, they want to get... <laughs> They want to get the DNA of a celebrity and then grow their cloned meat so that you can eat the celebrity. Yeah. And so that's, yeah, see, look, bite.me.org, they've got a nice, cool little kind of startup thing. Uh, These are the people they want. So Jennifer Lawrence and everything. What if people start getting shakes and stuff? Yeah, you'd get mad, mad Kanye disease. I'm a genius. Like, Billy, I feel sick. I'm I'm the best. Like, uh, they're going to get in trouble with like hate speech laws and stuff because they'll be like, we can only sell you meat of another race. If you eat your own, you're going to go insane. <laughs> <laughs> I only eat black people. Who <laughs> <laughs> did that white meat, boy? Yeah, that would get, that would get pretty racial, huh? <laughs> Why'd you serve me, boy? You better not serve me no nigger. Give me some Rihanna. <laughs> I can do your dance pretty light. Yeah, Rihanna will be all over that salami. Barbados. Barbados. Eh, eh. Um, so that's pretty cool and it's pretty terrifying, but I don't know what's going to happen with that. Yeah, I'm not... People are going to probably fund it. Well, they probably will fund it because... It's like how that fucking boat this week got called Bodie McBoatface. Yeah, that was that and was they probably overturn up. it, but that's, that's how shit works. So this celebrity meat thing is probably coming. Well, it's weird that our species is like that because, you know, we go from that, you know, cutting edge shit. Obviously, everybody wants to, like, mm. eat celebrity meat. Like, that's fucking Kubrick shit or whatever, right? We're either scared as fuck or fucking idiots. Well, in going with that second one, in Coon Rapids, Minnesota. I mean, that's the two choices. What was it? Scared as fuck or fucking idiots. Both, both. Yeah. Scared, sometimes scared as fuck, scared sometimes fucking, fucking idiots. idiots. Because in Coon Rapids, Minnesota, a prank caller has tricked workers at a Minnesota Burger King into smashing the windows of the restaurant to keep it from exploding, marrying similar deceptions at Burger King's over in recent months. Police said employees got the call on Friday night from someone claiming to be from the fire department. The caller said the restaurant could explode, so they needed to release the pressure. The manager and the other employees believed the caller and smashed all the windows on the ground floor. Officers arrived and found that the manager of an employee of the Burger King was smashing out the windows, said Sergeant Rick Boone. So, there you go. You just call up a Burger King, tell them that shit, and... Why did they have to smash the windows? There was a bomb. The pressure... No, the pressure was building up from, like, a gas problem. you got to smash the windows, bro. Like, your restaurant, you have to smash it. I'm a fireman. I'm a fireman. Smash it now. And apparently it's uh, the newer thing. The newest thing. Sort of along the lines of swatting. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty sad that people aren't smart enough to avoid that deception. Is it that smart? Or maybe that that people are used to following orders. Look at Nuremberg and stuff, you know? And when we tell people what celebrities to eat, they're going to be eating those celebrities. You're like, shut up and eat your Rosie O'Donnell, you know? But like, it's almost as bad as getting conned by like John Kimball on the phone. You know what I mean? That one? Yeah, that is. I'm a cop, you idiot. (laughs) That is pretty good. Yeah. Um... So not great, not great stuff for our species. Like, it's not nice to what the people did either, but like, oh man, the gas is building up and the cops reckon... 
oh, this is uh, Officer Denon, eh? You know, it's pro- you could do it pretty legit, but it's still like, you're working at the Burger King, wouldn't you, like, I don't know. It's not really speaking truth to power. You're sort of fucking with the Burger King. Whoever did that, I reckon, should use that power for good, not evil. All I'm saying, that person's not getting a raise, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you should be able to see through a phone call. It's not even a direct threat at the place that they conned you into <laughs> fucking up your establishment. It's so hardcore. It's kind of, you know, both of them deserve each other, unfortunately. Yeah, it's just the way of the world. Yin and yang. <laughs> <laughs> Yin and yang. There was the negative cut on the phone that was drawn to the positive person trying to make their own way at Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know how you mentioned absentmindedly if Donald Trump was based on... Oh, sorry, Donald Duck was based on Donald Trump. Or Donald Trump was based on Donald Duck. I had yeah. a thought. I'm pretty sure, you know... I don't know how Donald is related to Scrooge McDuck. I assume they're somewhere in the family, right? Or whatever, right? Because it's uncle. And Scrooge McDuck was based on sort of, I guess, an old, you know, industrialist robber baron particularly Scottish, I guess probably broadly on Andrew Scottish Car- Freemasonry. Yeah, a- Andrew Carnegie, who founded all those libraries, is a big iron and steel industrialist. And Trump is a fucking big industrialist or entrepreneur or whatever of Scottish background as well, too. So that's where the similarity comes from. They're related. I think there was some duck fucking going on in the Highlands back in the day, you know? <laughs> when he gets angry on stage, eh? <laughs> Yeah, he is a little bit like that. But, you know, chemtrails. Yeah. Just look up when you go outside. <laughs> <laughs> you got me looking at the sky recently. Fuck. I sort of just want to dismiss it. I still don't get why they wouldn't just put shit in the water. Well, the earth is hotter. They keep saying it's getting hotter and the averages go up and this fucked up shit's happening. Maybe they are just trying to get the gold from Antarctica. Yeah. It's Someone probably... buried it there back in the day. <laughs> this is going to be good in a million years. Yeah. What's that hero thing? Whoever gets controls the girl, controls the gold, controls the pussy and the power and the money, or something like that, I think. So it's like Scarface. One or the other. <laughs> Not a quailer. You love me in the morning. What was that? Excuse me? I don't know. It was a... um. A Scarface line that seems like it would be akin to yeah, some sort of Neo Cosby shit or something. Quaaludes were what fucking... Um, Not that I want to rip on Dr. Cosby anymore. Cause... Well, Quaaludes, they were what Roman Polanski gave that young girl in order to fucking sexually assault her in the bathtub. So, hmm. Yeah, she was 13. He was just popping her Quaaludes and shit. Her womb is so polluted. <laughs> Can't even have a little baby, man. Uh, that was a heart-wrenching movie, Scarface. <laughs> Say goodnight to the bad guy. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh. I do like that scene where he's just like, yeah, just owning the fucking bad guy shit. So yeah. pissed in this restaurant full of fucking rich cunts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our review of... Uh, well, actually, I've been, I watched a bit of Kubrick shit as well recently. <laughs> This was a good quote. You I can't like. do nothing to me to Castro hadn't already done, man. <laughs> I'm a homosexual. <laughs> Fuck. Um, this was what Kubrick said about film. And I guess, you know, I, maybe this works for Brian De Palma's classic Scarface starring Al Pacino and Michelle Pfeiffer set in a steamy Miami in 1980. Um, but Kubrick, this is from an interview. Uh he says that whatever the background or intellect of an individual, a Beatles record, for instance, can be appreciated by an Alabama truck driver and a young Cambridge intellectual in the same way that his films can, because, 
quote, emotions and subconscious are far more similar than their intellects. He believes the subconscious emotional reaction provoked by audiences was far more powerful in the film medium than any other traditional verbal form, which is often why he relied on long periods without dialogue. He said, the essence of a dramatic form is to let an idea come over people without it being plainly stated. When you say something directly, it's simply not as potent as it is when you allow people to rediscover it for themselves. Realism is probably the best way to dramatize argument and ideas, while fantasy may deal best with themes which lie primarily in the unconscious. I just thought that was good. Kubrick's pretty straight down the line with some stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know, something like that little image that you just had then of him in that, uh, you know, being the bad guy, inhabiting <laughs> it. It went into your head and probably tickled some deep little part of you that's like, yeah, that could be me. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And uh, Looking up at the blimp, the yeah. world is yours. Yeah. But when I saw it today, it's like... Good the music blink. in that movie is fucking dope as well. It's real. It's dated and it's eighty synth and everything. But I don't know. I can, I can watch like um, what's that? Birgit Nilsson and mm. the what's that bit of music called? Uh, Liebestod. I don't know Liebestod. Liebestod by Birgit Nilsson. It might be a Wagner thing even. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's dope. So like, I can. I can regress to a time and appreciate something. That's probably not the greatest example because the music is really well written. Mm. And arguably, when you compare like a full orchestra to someone going on fucking <laughs> 80s synthesizer, like but it but opened up it's a lot the of same thing too. that Kubrick, Kubrick or whatever is saying. Yeah, how it's like it just depends how you feel when you're when you're watching it or whatever as well. Like someone really could like the simple beep boop fucking song on the Casio keyboard because hmm. it's like playing with it's playing with your emotions even though it's not as um intense as like Pashabelle Cannon you know yeah. Cannon gets me every time like a good version of that it's yeah. fucking hardcore makes me think of graduating yeah and funerals and fucking heaps of different stuff but it's just it's so epically euphoric and shit it's hmm. fucking hardcore yeah it's a feel good of those. well Kubrick said also as well he's like he said he pretty much always used orchestral. He said, why pay a composer when you've got all the other stuff that you can just use that's already been written that's the best? Which I think is kind of a cool fuck you attitude to put in popular movie, popular movies and stuff. There is a lot of good music. Like, even that, um, like, even this fucked up memory sticks at me so hard. At my mate Matt's place, when we were young growing up, hmm. we'd, like, get fucked up, you know, out at night and then wake up the next day and shit up in the top room of their house mm. like sort of like we'd get to like play games and watch m movies and shit upstairs mm. and sort of be hidden away yeah we came down like after this hectic like oh, i was so drunk and high night mm. at like 10 in the morning or something and like um his brother's in the kitchen doing the dishes mm. but with uh What's that overture song on? It's like... Ride of the Valkyries by Wagner. Oh, shit. And we were just so fucking scat and fucked up. And like he's washing the dishes to fucking Ride of the Valkyries. It was It's one of the most intense things to remember as well. Just, oh, shit. Oh, my God. That's intense. It's pretty good in Apocalypse now. Robert Duvall invading and trying to get this guy to surf while he's invading the town and shit. There's a break over there and shit. Yeah, so that's movies. I think... Movies he are good. Was washing, he was washing the dishes fucking hardcore too. <laughs> <laughs> he was, yeah, washing them off the map like it was fucking Poland and stuff, you know? Um. Yeah, music gets me like that. I guess that's my sort of medium that does appeal to me. The that's most. your heroin. Like, Novak has his heroin. Because Mission to Mars, I know there's something about it that's not that great a movie, but the I think the... 
the score in it is just timed so perfectly that it's like it the movie comes at the same time that the story does kind yeah. of thing and it's just like oh fuck i can't really remember the music off the top of my head but i remember seeing it a couple of times again and then figuring it out and being like oh shit the music's almost extra conning me that this is a really good movie <laughs> yeah music will do that that's what it's for i guess speaking of speaking of music i guess in the way you played a pretty good song for me just before it was called uh was it called good vibrations is it no, no. Lo- love sensation. love sensation by loretta holloway uh yeah holloway yeah, yeah. Uh, which was sampled for, in use for, you know, Marky Mark, Good Vibration, some other stuff. Black Box in the 80s. Yeah, and there you go. And, uh, you know, it was just sort of, it was a really good song, but it was such like, it was almost an awkward intimacy because she was just so honest in her horniness, sort of. Oh, it's so good. I love it. And, <laughs> and I know, it is a great song, but... And it, she's got such a powerful voice as well. Yeah, yeah. It's really powerful and stuff. Um, And I suppose the problem with that is that it just made me think of like you know we try and appreciate on this level but i actually got an email the other day yeah that song is just like she's coming all over some dude's face just splashing everywhere yeah i mean it's crazy but it's so yeah it's very powerfully done it's not like she's um submitting to anyone i know which is, <laughs> but this is why this, yeah true no, that's how that's i like empowerment. my female dominance well okay yeah maybe um but <laughs> but we got the problem was that we got a complaint i'm not like, a kanye boy i like being sat on the face not the finger in the booty you know yeah. what I mean? the, the national association for the advancement of colored people actually sent me an email and it's addressing it's 50 cent who was on last week and he's, they, they kind of condemn it. They say it was a classic white man Illuminati-esque ploy of putting a black man in a dress to degrade his superior masculinity. And, you know, that's the NAACP saying that, so... Yeah, yeah, I do apologise, Fiddy, for, um, for ending up going there, but just so that you don't hate me for life, for L, you know? What's for L? For life. Oh, for life. I thought it was like, love, locos, little boys. It was freestyle, but I did write the many men bit, even though it only consisted of the words many men. <laughs> I wrote the chorus and I was like, why hasn't anyone done this before? It's just, maybe it is because it's the low-hanging fruit and everyone's just like, oh, you fucking idiot. Why, why would you even do that? But I went there and I wrote that shit down, like make this chorus and freestyle it. So I did it and then that crazy 50 cent coming out shit came out yeah. on the mic, off the cuff pretty tight so we just left it in there it wasn't yeah. like a real it wasn't it really a personal attack it, it doesn't ring true because i t- did set up the the yeah, yeah the no. body of the fucking no. freestyle by doing the many men freestyle no. yeah. like he likes men you so. watch mississippi burning you're a good white guy i, I did know. put him in the dress it was my bad but fuck you but gotta fuck. go for, you gotta go for the low-hanging fruit <laughs> um well i suppose hopefully they, they accept that well fuck the smiley face t-shirt's pretty popular you know what, what's that got to do? Forrest Gump invented that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That shit happens and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, shit happens, I guess. It's all pretty useless. It's the easy thing, but mm. sometimes the only it's the pro- most successful too. <laughs> My problem with that song, the original 50 Cent song, is that it sounds like it was written by committee at times. It's just like so many men who are writing it, you know? <laughs> Can you pass us a, um, a tailor? A tailor? A fucking yeah. tailor. Can I have a tailor when we go? A tubby. Can I take one for the road with me? Oh, yeah, taste flow filters. They're like little lotus pods attacking your skin like gross little fucking mollusks. In case you haven't seen it, now they try and sell you these fucking taste flow filters <laughs> on the ciggies. And uh, yeah, they're sort of hollow and they're sort of gross and 
it sort of feels like sucking on some little coral squid thing. So I thought it would be cool because they're you, fine for chop. For you could spin. cut another piece of um, filter off another durian, chop a little bit <laughs> off the side, then make it could, a halfy. You could just hide some like you know cough up some throat shit or scrape out some stuff from your ass crack and hide it in there. <laughs> pop the other bit of filter on the yeah, back of like it, like a little plug. And then people are like, oh, my ciggies taste funny and shit. You could put Coke in it. It'd be the best Coke thing since the, the fucking necklace, the cross pendant that Sarah Michelle That would be pretty good. That that would actually have a real function, wouldn't mm. it? You could yeah. do like some proper ether or some yeah, truck in the end of it. Which my favorite one is Sarah Michelle Gellar in Cruel Intentions with the little cross around her neck and she just keeps Coke in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, I haven't had a good stash, public stash for a while. I haven't needed to, really. What's a public stash I used to always walk around with, like, in high school with, like, a film canister full of chopped weed and shit and yeah. a little hash pipe, but... Stasher. They didn't have the dogs around the joint back then, either. You can't live your life in fear. That's... Martin Luther King told us that. You can't Well, just... dude, I still smoke in public, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, just not like the old days. Like, taking a bong to no. a school and not climbing like a tree. <laughs> not like Woodstock. Fuck. I used Santana's fucking bongos for a bong back at Woodstock. That's how real that shit was. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about how fucked up that school shit is too. It's like, it was. It's fine up to a certain point when you're like eighteen, and maybe a year or two afterwards <laughs> to, to still school. be going to the school and getting drunk and doing this cool shit. Skating's different because like you skate in schools and that's a thing. But like, when we were young and underage, and we would go to a, like a, some random school and then mm-hmm. just get pissed in the school. Mm-hmm. It's kind of legit, but you have to grow out of that. Otherwise, you end up going on some fucking child offense register when you've got to take a leak someday. Yeah, or when you touch up a kid, trying to, re- <laughs> trying to regain your youth. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. It didn't seem very sketchy back then when we were doing yeah. it, but now you're like, no, nah, I couldn't yeah. go drink in a yeah. school. That's insane. You can't really pull off the, bil- you can't pull off the Billy Madison, really. You know? <laughs> Fuck. Wouldn't we all want to? Uh, Miss Veronica Vaughan. <laughs> One piece of ace. <laughs> um, I know from experience, if you know what I mean. I know from experience. So how are we, how are we doing for time? Oh, fuck you, man. <laughs> Looking at the clock and shit. Looking at fuck What up. are you getting dazed like a fighter in the third? Are you going I down, brother? It's just this intense chat. <laughs> it's just It comes at you from all sides. So. They do call me Chat Stevens every now and Fucking down at Manly Wharf, there's a fucking place called Chat Tie. Why would anyone go there? <laughs> um... By the way, if you look up chat on Urban Dictionary, it says that it started from Chatswood. I was, yeah, telling, I was, I was telling people. I told you. Yeah, I was telling I people recently, my housemate and stuff and my girlfriend, and they were like, no, no. At least they hacked Urban Dictionary, yeah, at least, <laughs> to go along with my zeitgeist. Yeah. <laughs> I fed that shit back in there 10 years ago, at least. Who the fuck gave it to us? It oh. must be legit. I'll see if I can find it. It must be legit. This won't be interesting to that many people, but talk amongst, talk amongst yourself for a second. Can you give me a little rendition of a song? <laughs> A song? Yeah. I might have one written down. <clears throat> It'd be better if we had the um, instrumental to go along with it. I can, beat, I can beatbox for you. I don't know if it's going to be worth it after this wait, but we can always cut the weight out. <laughs> Here's some random thing. I'm taking L's out of my life like I'm an Asian ESL student. What does the first bit mean? What is taking L's out of your life? It's an it's a hip hop culture type deal about <laughs> taking losses. I thought so. Uh, if you take an if you take an L, 
you know, you're taking a loss kind of thing. But wasn't fucking Nelly trying to get that chick to smoke an L with him in the back? Yeah, of the they call thing? L's L's as well. That's, That's the whole thing with I that kind some of stuff. Shit. You just make shit up you want. Yeah, they should fucking. And then you go with it. They should talk what they mean. But I mean. if you take an L, it's taking a loss. So yeah. Is it funny now that we've explained it? Yeah. <laughs> do you want me to say it again for me? Do it again. Oh, I think I can do it off my head. It's like a. No, I think I I'm taking L's out of my life like I'm an Asian ESL student. Yeah, I got, I got it. Yeah. yeah. So it's positive, but then it's racist. Wait, so the school's teaching him to kind of... <laughs> so he's taking losses out of his life, but taking L's out of his life like he's an Asian ESL student because... They say too many L's. They ain't got no L's in their life yet. <laughs> They're all R's. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh. <laughs> Maybe my jokes are pretty bad if I have to explain them for someone. No, I got it the first time. I, <laughs> I, just, I just didn't laugh at it. I was just—I thought it might like. <laughs> sorry, dude. Did you see that shit? How Richie McCaw wants to be a heli pilot, a helicopter Who? pilot. Who's Richie McCaw? Like this ex-rugby player captain from New Zealand. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, it's the last thing we fucking need is some fucking brain damaged rugby player guys flying helicopters around the fucking sky. Like, yeah. yeah. It's how nine eleven happened. <laughs> I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a tricuff. Smashing into the Oh, and here's your song finally. Fuck, that took a while. Which song's that? I've waited hours for math. I want some munted sex. I wish I'd stayed insane today. It'd be better in the right tune though. It was pretty good. I enjoyed that. But instead I bleed in the dark. The blisters make it hot in this padded room. I masturbate for you. Get a good view. Uh, fuck. Robert Smith there, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's tight, dude. That's tight. Um, hey, I got, I got a terror... It's written by a meth head in a hospital. I got a terrorist soundboard. Yeah? Oh, shit. You just press it. Yeah. I think you press it. Fuck. Shit. You're gonna get us flagged for real. Fuck. <laughs> oh, you're getting a bit intense on me, dog. There you go. Fuck, man, you could scare some middle-class people with that super easy on the telephone. I scared myself using it, fuck. <laughs> hey, I saw one of these terrorist cunts on the news the other day, and the guy that planned the Paris attacks, right? Yeah. And they found out some information, because the guy he trained in Syria went back, and instead of launching a martyrdom operation, went to the cops. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I was sort of like, what a fucking snitch cunt. Like, not that I support ISIS in any way. Not that I support ISIS, but this guy, Abu Abid or whatever his I name is. I know what you mean, but yeah, I'm kind of glad right. he didn't blow anyone else up. No, 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 yeah, I'm just talking on a moral level but about yeah, our relationship. If, yeah. you're, if you're acting yeah. like you're from that side yeah. and everything, yeah, he's just like, he's... Yeah, <laughs> in I mean, in their culture, poor in their form, niche yeah. fundamentalist terrorist culture, yeah. he's the worst of the worst. So what does that fucking make him? You know? Yeah, Like, exactly. oh, shit. I fucking, you know, they're, they're meant to be all birds before hoes and shit like that. And yet he goes running to the, the Belgian police of all people. Like, oh no, you made me shoot a gun. Like, fucking hell. <laughs> Just, you know, I, not that I endorse, I, obviously they're a horrific group. Like, I hate them and everything and stuff like that. I'm just saying that this guy was a bit of a bitch. <laughs> 
<clears throat> I got a good sort of one line here about uh, female privilege in the modern world. <laughs> it just says, women here, <whistles> men here, bang! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no. You can Does make that it break g- it down for you enough? Yeah, no, I Without get it. Without me having to go like, oh, 97 percent of workplace accidents are male and all this gay statistics can we just say you know you get some uh straight harassment that's like hey hey baby and i get some straight harassment that's like bang 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 do you though bullets flying <laughs> bullets flying off and chipping off the concrete bricks and shit down in the manly projects and they're mm. so tough down there yeah yeah fishing rods and fucking bb guns mate yeah yeah I don't little know. plastic pellets pinging off the bricks Sounds like fucking Baltimore, if not fucking Liberia. Um, You've seen the bucket full of knives. I've seen. A, I've heard of the bucket full of knives, but you I know, still got a picture. Oh. You know, scheme of things. Yeah, but you know, if you're a chick, you wouldn't. I mean, there's a lot of gross dudes out there. You get a bit fed up. You'd want the hot yeah, ones. No, You'd want was, the hot ones to. I think like. I actually wrote it when I was more more invested in yeah. giving a shit about yeah, all yeah, that you stuff. You jerked off then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've jerked off a number of times <laughs> since I wrote that. Doesn't seem so poignant anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? <laughs> well, that's what life, life, man. It's just you know, you're born, you live, you die. You try and make a podcast. Oh, well, I, I had a good three worder for that actually. You deliver pizzas, you get high, you listen to too much metalcore while listening to the news. And before you know it, you're an old man. Had a new one for fighting that shit, in a chain gang. Sorry, go on. For life, yes. Nostalgia, euphoria, and heartbreak. Yeah, I can agree with that. Except, you know, nostalgia can be poisonous sometimes. Yeah. I agree. I love, I love a bit of it. But you know, to quote Torrance, he once said, "You got to take." That covers most of it, you know. <laughs> to quote, <laughs> to quote Torrance, the Australian euphoria is what I sort of try and live in. Sorry, but, yeah, yeah Torrance, I do like him. Yeah, decimation the, recordings. Yeah, the big up Australian Raffy said, "Take off the rose-colored glasses." You know what happened to John Lennon. <laughs> so, I think that, that's why he's one of my probably the only Aussie rapper that I ever listened to a yeah, full yeah. album of. Props to Thomas, you're fucking dope. Um, he's, yeah, he's the real fucking. What was it? Sorry, nostalgia, euphoria, and what? Do you reckon Cursor just stole his shit off Taunts, but um, just says some sort of more gay Westy Cabramatta style shit rather than <laughs> psychopathic Melbourne? Ah, oh, the world's evil. It's Hillsburn. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Taunts is battling his demons, and I think that's what makes him a good artist. Alki Lona. Yeah, so- standing on my own two feet. While you crawl around the scenery. See, yeah, I know these fucking lyrics. It's yeah, pretty. With it's a dope f- album, as much as I want to pay it out. That's yeah. why it's such a crazy album. Yeah, check it out. You want to hate Burn it? By Thomas. You want to hate it? It's a oh no, Decimation Recordings is, Decimation is the one Recording? that I All first right. got, but Hellsburn's probably Hell's good. Hellsburn's good. Well. Yeah, check it out, Thomas. I don't. I don't know if we're his target market, but I like it. My brother didn't like it, so he gave me the CD for free, and then nice. it took me ages to listen to it. And when I finally did, when I was skating over to Mossman sometime to go yeah. to um. Go to G and N bombs place. Yeah. G fuck you mean? Are you talking about G fuck? G F and the N B back in the day. Yeah, okay. G fuck and the N word bomb. Living in the same squalor back yep. in the day. Fucking that hood hasn't changed very much. The Mossman squalor. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like man, chicks like hate it because people yell at them. But I'm just like dodging bullets every day, going to Mossman and shit. <laughs> yeah, dodging BBs. So. Yeah, don't you? I said bullets, didn't I? Yeah, Whoop, whoops. <laughs> buckets full of knives. Um, but, you know, life's tough for everyone, I guess. I mean, look at those Burger King guys. He just went in thinking it would be a normal day. 
just like fucking working the shift before you know it. He's <laughs> you're right, smashing your you're own, smashing windows, your own windows with the boss and the cops and the media all looking to you and saying why and you've got no excuse it's, talk about getting caught with your pants down when he should have been just replying in the telephone oh go fuck a fart you filthy gas miner <laughs> is that some good Aussie slang I, I updated that because remember I gave you one like probably 10 episodes ago and it was just this atrocious piece of crap yeah <laughs> something about um gas pushing and gas yeah. <laughs> that's, that's updated uh, you gas pusher so now i actually made it it's like you got to revise your shit and now it's basically a movie quality line fuck are you having a lend of me i'm flat out like a lizard drinking don't make me have a liquid laugh i'll wipe off my lippy <laughs> oh you can wipe off my lippy yeah no, i think i've seen that maccas after i suck my own dick <sighs> Can, can you just talk your own dick? <laughs> oh. No, but oh, I know he... someone who can. <laughs> if you're listening, I'm not going to name you. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, the beat goes on. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> this shit's way too out there, possibly, but you never know this sort of stand-up shit if you don't try, and I like trying it on my one-man audience of Conan, so... Tonight at the Roxy, it is do. Oh, uh, so hey guys, yeah. So I know I'm not gay because I can be jerking off like rager in hand, and some gay sex will come across the screen as like a pop up on a porn site. And nine times out of ten, I'll be like, Nah, man. Yeah, fuck. You got to end while you're hot. <laughs> <laughs> that was my closer. Sorry. Yeah. Gentlemen, no. That was actually quite good. <laughs> <laughs> Back with more comedy stylings next week. I've got the whole like end bit where you like play with the crowd and shit, but it's kind of hard with my crowd. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna play with me, dude. <laughs> uh-huh. Have you ever noticed that um, we are the champions? <laughs> I don't know. It's like. It's a it's a sick song, like don't get me wrong, but it's almost like it it draws that line on genius or completely hacky, right? Mm-hmm. Because have you ever listened to it and it sounds like they um captured the generic melody of a child saying, <laughs> right? Yeah, and um, yeah, I don't know if it's genius or plagiarism of innocent young children. <sighs> I mean, well, it's sort of yeah. It's brilliant though. Yeah, it, it cuts right to that sort of schoolyard bully it's inside so everyone. And thing. Like yeah, yeah, like. But I know. only noticed that like in the last six months. So I was like, oh, that's fucking gross, but it's awesome. <laughs> well. <laughs> So speaking on whether our music can be completely hacky as fuck or Sometimes utterly brilliant, I think I've got a um, I've got a song for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that we can end on. I mean, I'd I'd like to hear that. Um, can I just say something to finish off? We can AKA it under MC Knifey Spoonie if we MC want Knifey to. MC Knifey Spoonie. Well, I don't know. It just it seems that the Russians had already dominated the global achievements of space travel. But right now, the sacred parchment could influence the right parties to accumulate enough evil-infused technological progression to take the U.S. to a new spatial entity. Combing that lunar surface for any evidence that the Ramses dynasty had colonized Earth's moon to observe and oppressively reign over Earth from a safe but still physically significant distance, 
The rumours of a Ramsey Sky Monitor had run rampant in the thousands of years preceding Christ and kept the masses in fear and awe enough to complete building the multiversal space-time mapper known as the Pyramids. That's fucking hardcore. And just to add to that, um, you know how they did Live Aid and Band Aid? How Does that have something to do with the Macrom system? Did something I... to do with that. Yeah. But at the same time, Live Aid, you know, with Phil Collins and all the rest, that big 80s thing, um, all the money they raised worldwide, 95% of it went to rebel militias rather than any food. So I think it's worth bearing that in mind. Fuck. <laughs> As we listen to today's... Maybe Sting from, you know, the police is really the head of this mm. new caliphate in Iraq. Yeah. star, we're shooting, you know how bullets fly. I can picture that. Al-Wakbar, <laughs> you gotta put on the bomb vest. <laughs> Don't shoot so close to me. Blow up your bomb vest. <laughs> Blow up your bomb vest. That's what I was thinking as well, in terms of like the super extreme ones, because I don't want to like you know lump everyone in together, because we know that dumb motherfuckers exist in every religion. Blow your body for pussy. But yeah. Don't you reckon as like a global society for these sort of fundamentalist terrorists, we should not kill them. We should help them kill themselves because then everyone gets what they want. Just build the wall, leave them out and let's not help them with fucking jack shit. But then everyone gets what they want. Yeah, but I don't, they want to die. I know, we want them dead. But I feel like let's just help them kill themselves. I feel like by us trying to help them kill themselves, we're getting dragged into that sordid little fucking pile of game. I just want to stay here, build a fucking wall, put Scrooge McDuck in charge of the fucking country. At least he's get the deficit under control. Yeah, and at least we'll get some good new cartoons. Yeah. And then we can all fucking, you know, worship Christ like we're meant to. Because I'm sick of Mickey running shit. Because you saw what happened to the new fucking Star Wars. Let Donald take over Disney. I'd rather see that shit. <laughs> fucking Donald Duck needs to direct the next Star Wars movie or we're all fucking doomed. All right. I agree. Seconded. Here's a song. It's called Australian Sweet 16. It is. I've been tossing up milk as a in brackets kind of thing as well because, you know... Once we I release the clip and we put it on YouTube on the channel and shit, everyone will know what we're talking about. <laughs> but till then, we'll just have to deal with audio versions. Just fucking live your life, everybody. It's been real. Yeah, dog. Oh, oh the Cincinnati slapper, aka the Eiffel Tower, the Texas Tunnel Rat. Americans always take it off, but they make it bigger. Oh, that's the Montreal mudslide. <laughs> the Albuquerque suitcase. The New Zealand xylophone. <laughs> that one's pretty painful. Uh, the Plymouth Porter Potty, and with that, here is Australian Sweet Sixteen by Snake Eyes, aka MC Knifey Spoony. See ya. See ya, brother. See ya. See you, guys. You did that? No, you hang up. <laughs> no, you hang up. I'm a wanderer, self-conqueror, a product of my environment, a truth ponderer, logical squanderer, holding on to you, take you to a time where time don't bother you, it's on to you, you gotta fall back down just to see the consciousness, the consciousness, bottomless, just like you can't reach the top, stuck in a fractal mind, fuck of conscience, conscience. too many entendres, bong hits, 
language to keep myself honest I like to write the songs, bitch I like your thongs, bitch All three of them, Aussie neo-colloquialist My Warwick farm all up in your James Blunt There's so many ways that I could call you a cunt It's fucking straight They thought they sent us to prison Now we live like Contiki and laugh about England Bring the milk to the manly kitties You can't tap my flow straight unencrypted liquid from the titties Bring the milk to the manly kitties